Welcome back to the Young Entrepreneur's Journey with special guest Catalina Rodriguez. Don't learn to stop or to quit, but learn to rest. So, you know, there's a difference between being lazy and knowing like I did what I needed to do. So I've learned how to create like a priority list. If I do three things today that it's going to be like, yes, I did what I needed to do. I'm happy. And I'm like mentally like, yes, like I've been productive. I can move on to the next day. And actually it's so much beautiful if you just take your time because you're able to fail. And if you do fail, then you're able to see where you failed. So I started to realize I'm like, this is a long-term journey. You know, this is a long-term goal. This is a lifestyle. And for me to enjoy it, I can't just go like a psycho, like a maniac and just pretend that I know what I'm doing. But I realized that I'm like, let me start, rest, but then keep going and then keep going and then keep going. And you just build this momentum. And, And the first time that I ever did it, I ran six miles. And I remember just like being like teary eyed. And I'm like, I've been trying to run more than three miles for the past two and a half years. And it just really spoke to me and my journey. And I was like, damn, I was like, if I just kind of just take my time and trust the journey and trust the path, like you will actually get so much further and you get to enjoy it. Welcome to the Young Entrepreneur's Journey, where we take the skills, mindset, and attitude needed to achieve any entrepreneurial endeavor, whether you're just starting out or you're already on your journey. And now our host, Yasmina Ellens. Hello and welcome back to the Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today I'm chatting with the wonderful Catalina Rodriguez or Catalina Rodriguez or Catalina Rodriguez or, you know, choo- choose your preferred acts, not of those three. I don't think the American woman was very good. But anyway, she is awesome. She is the founder of social media mal- management company Yellow Muse, but is now pivoting more towards the self-development niche. And she's super uplifting, super positive, really, really raw in this episode about her journey and the struggle that it really takes to, the, to be an entrepreneur, but then also the triumphs and why it's worth it. So if you are looking for a wholesome and nurturing kick up the bum, this is definitely the one for you. In this episode, more specifically, you will learn about how to get over your excuses, how getting your, over your ego will help you figure it out, quote unquote, why you need to get rid of the energy vampires now, the power of journaling, why you should put yourself first, is being a female as an entrepreneur an advantage or a disadvantage? Uh, her thoughts on that. And then also, of course, how to up your social media marketing game, because I would have been remiss not to ask about that. And there's a lot more in this episode, filled with nuggets, filled with gems. Love the vibe. Without further ado, let's get into it. So welcome back to the Young Entrepreneur's Journey podcast with your host, Yasmina Ellens. I'm so excited to present to you today the one and only Catalina Rodriguez. And uh, so please make fun of my Spanish accent. The The first question that I always ask everyone on this podcast is what got you onto your entrepreneurial journey? Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for having me on. And I am so happy to to be on here, especially since I met you in November. Yeah. I love your energy and I'm like, she's amazing. Um, Pleasure <laughs> to have you on too. So, <laughs> so I guess what I wanted to do entrepreneurship wise, I feel like everybody's on this train, right? But mainly was just freedom, like um, just freedom to create my own schedule, freedom to 
to express my ideas, freedom to, I don't know, even just to tell myself, you know what, like you did this and to just to build something that I was like, I can build it from scratch and execute it. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's definitely freedom, freedom to, to showcase who I am as a person to, and then also to show my family they didn't come from a very entrepreneurship mindset. They all went to to school and did the whole um, corporate job and it works. I'm not going to say it doesn't work, but there was something, I feel like your gut just tells you, and I was like, this is not for me. And um, I just couldn't resonate with the people around me. I, especially in America. I mean, I know when I lived in London, a lot of people travel. I don't know if it's because it's cheaper or what is it? I don't know if it's the mindset or what is it, but when I moved back to the States, it was like people don't even have a passport. And to me was like, you have one of the best opportunities in the world with this passport and you don't even use it. So to me, I just had to remove myself from from that environment because I was like, that's not motivating me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just didn't have a plan and I just quit, <laughs> which was crazy. But yeah, you, you quit just your figure it out. Mm-hmm. I just quit my job. I, you know, I was, I didn't, I didn't even last there that long. Most people last there for years before they realized, but I had already traveled and, you know, it was something like I had already traveled by myself. And, and like I said, here in the States is not as common as I found in, in Europe. And people would be like, wow, you're crazy. And I'm like, you know what? It was just as easy as doing it. And I took that same mentality and I applied it and I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that I truly don't want to be here. And I'm like, I might not know exactly what I'm going to be doing next, but I know sure as hell is not going to be this. Cause I, I just felt like my soul was drained and I felt like this is not for me. Yeah. It's, I think it comes down to having faith. Like you mm-hmm. launch yourself. I think that's what entrepreneurship is all about. The entrepreneurial journey. It's a leap of faith by definition. It's like, I don't know where this can go. I know this has huge potential and I believe that I have the resourcefulness and I have the sort of self-efficacy to be able to make something amazing happen. And I understand that it's going to be difficult and I've, I've signed the terms and conditions of the sort of <laughs> entrepreneurship contract where it says, you know, you're going to be working very hard, harder than most people on something that you're excited about for less in the beginning. There are going to be failures and they're going to be difficult moments and you're going to have a lot more responsibility but it's totally, totally worth it. And yeah, I feel like that's what it's all about. And it's really interesting to hear you say that there's such a different mindset when it comes around to travel, because I think Mm -hmm. it's a product when you're in Europe, it's kind of like every different country is like a state for the US, you know, because everything is so close. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well, of course everyone travels. You might as well travel. But in the US, it's so vast and it's so big and it's so removed Mm -hmm. from all of that culture that it just seems Mm -hmm. like such a different mentality. I think what would be um, a good thing to to sort of know is what are you doing currently in the entrepreneurial space? Sort of how how did you get there? How did you get to building what you are now? Okay, so currently I decided to do a complete switch Um, when I left my corporate job or my um, my steady paycheck I was like okay you know what I'm really good at marketing and I'm really good at social media let me just reach out to the people that I know to see if they need help 
And um, I did that for a while. And then I realized I'm like, I'm not only doing the job that you're supposed to be doing, but I'm the boss and I'm this and that. And I'm wearing a million hats and I'm not making enough money. And I'm like, all right, now I make my own schedule, but I'm still not happy. And I was trying to figure out why. And I was like, you know what? Because you're still not living to what you really want to do to your full potential. And I just wanted to express to people that you could really create your life the way you want it to be. And there's so many options, especially in this age, you know, like something as small as like this phone and like the way that people have created their life. I'm like, I truly believe that. And then I thought to myself and I'm like, so why am I taking the shortcut? Why am I taking this route that I know I'm good at something? And yes, it's helped me. And honestly, I wouldn't change it because it, it taught me a lot of things about entrepreneurship, having an LLC, like a lot of things that I would have, I would have never learned. I never even learned that in college. So honestly, like it was probably like the best thing, but one of the hardest things I did. And then towards the end, I was like, you know what? it's my turn. You know, I always push people to do their best. I always see the most potential out of people. And I'm like, now it's time to see the potential in myself and what I can actually do. And so now that's when I'm tweaking it. I'm like, you know what, let me just reframe Yellow Muse Media, which is my social media company, to something that I truly love. And I still don't know how I'm going to develop it yet, but it's definitely like mindset and you know, personal development and even just sharing like entrepreneurship journey, all my failures. I'm sure someone will get something out of that. Um, yeah. Cause, yeah. <laughs> I think that, that that's very powerful stuff. And I think failure is super powerful because you learn so much from failure. And I think you're doing mm -hmm. an amazing thing by sharing the failures that you've experienced. You will be allowing other people to learn from your failures. And like, as Warren Buffett says, the second best way to learn from failure is to learn from your own failures, but the best way to learn from failure is to learn from someone else's failures. So I think it's really powerful what you're doing there. And I think it's awesome that you had this sort of marketing skill, this social media skill, and you, you built something out of that. That's already taken that first step is pretty amazing. But then the fact that you still felt off your purpose and you still felt like there was some kind of incongruency there, I think it's a very brave mm. thing that you did to pivot but I'm really, really excited to see where all of that stuff goes for you. So I'm wondering sort of, let's talk a bit about your journey in personal development and sort of rewiring the mindset that you maybe had previously due to social programming of like, this is the way things are. This is, this is the rat race. This is the world that we've built and you've got to obey by those rules to sort of thinking about your own personal growth, whether it's, you know, spiritual or entrepreneurial right I, um so I guess yeah definitely mindset and rewiring um I think it's so important in whatever journey you're in but definitely in entrepreneurship because I mean we were talking about it earlier and I don't know if you want me to share the the same story again mm -hmm. about the excuses and so um I now I guess how I, I realized and I was really hard on myself this morning. And I was like, you know what, Kat, you are the excuse queen. And I'm like, what is my deal? And I'm like, you know, like, why can I be where I am? And I'm like, I need to stop having these limiting beliefs. And I'm like, I realized that once I started removing these excuses out of my life, like, oh, I don't have enough money to pay my rent, or I don't have this, I don't have that. 
once I removed all that, I was still not happy. So I was like, okay, so the problem is not the excuses. The problem is me. And so this morning when I was, you know, I was ready to jog. I was like, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to have this podcast. I'm like, it's going to be such a wonderful day. I'm like looking forward to it. Woke up early, you know, like how they tell you, you know, what you should do. You should wake up early, do exercise. We don't ever talk about why you do these things, but, um, but yeah, to me, it's just like, it jump starts my day. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. Cause that's when I feel my best and I'm ready to go. And as soon as I walk outside, I'm like, my roommate's car is right behind me. And I was like, you know, I guess it's not meant to be. And I'm like, I guess I'm not going to go to the gym. And then the excuses start rolling. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not like I didn't try. And then that's when I thought, I'm like, no, let me not do that. I'm like, what's an excuse now? Like, find an excuse to do what you need to do. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to start running. And I was like, well, the weather is beautiful. I live in freaking Florida. Like, why are you not running to the gym? Like, see what happens if you try running to the gym. And I was like, you know what? I'm already up. Like, why am I not doing this? And then obviously I ended up running to the gym. I texted my room and she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm glad because it really helped me. It, it helps me. And I'm like, I need to rewire my mindset. Things are going to happen. Life is going to happen. And it's just like, how do you deal with it? That's what's going to make you a great entrepreneur. That's what's going to help you in your journey. And it's like, because you can't stop life from happening. And I was like, yo, this is awesome. <laughs> and right. And then it's just like, it's so little, but it's just that little rewiring. And it's like, no cat, like stop with the BS excuses find an excuse to do what you need to do today, what you need to do for yourself, not for anybody else, but for me. And I really needed to kind of just go run and just exude any negative energy that I, that I needed to do. But, but that's been just like a huge thing into my personal journey that I'm like, I love to kind of shake people up, but I'm like, why do you find every excuse possible? And I'm like, because I know what an excuse looks like. So I can call it out like that. You cannot BS me. But then I'm like, all right, now I need to call myself out. And I did, which hurt, but it's good. <laughs> it's so powerful. I think often even in, in the moment where it's like, oh, I planned that I was going to meditate now or I was going to write down my goals or I was going to do a cold shower. Or I was going to go for a run or wh whatever that thing. I was going to do this project, whatever that thing is. Often you can have this sort of innate sort of primate lizard brain excuse that's like, I just feel like sitting on my couch and watching Desperate Housewives whilst munching out my Cheetos or whatever. We don't even have Cheetos in English in, in, in England, so I don't even know why I'm mentioning those. But, you know, you'll have your you'll, you'll like revert to your worst self in your brain. But often if you just take that first step of like oh I just started running you know eventually you'll get into the flow like you'll just push through that initial resistance and then afterwards you're so happy that you did it whereas if you would have taken the easy path instead of the hard path of I'm gonna be a couch potato now you're <laughs> first you're rewiring your neural pathways to be a uh, a, a chump basically you're like rewiring yourself with every action that you take in that respect to do the easy thing to be a chump as opposed to a champ and um it's it's just so powerful it makes such a difference and uh mm -hmm. yeah the excuses thing is a big thing as well i'm for sure wondering do you have any sort of particular thoughts when it comes to failure are there any particular big failures that you've had 
where you've learned some really important lessons? Yeah, so uh, it's funny. Uh, like I, th- I think a lot of goes back to excuses and I always kind of was like, I knew the things that I needed to do and I failed horribly because I guess it was just that society mindset. I was a server for many years while I was um, in school trying to pay for school. And I always thought, I'm like, if I need to go back to being a server, I'm like, what's the problem? And then I don't know why did I sit on my high mighty chair and I thought, well, I've already worked at so-and-so company in corporate level. Let me see if I can figure something out. And But I knew in the back of my head that I'm like, I should have just went back to serving because that's easy money. It's something that I have already know how to do. I don't need to learn how to do it. And it was just something that could have kept me afloat financially. However, I decided, well, let me just try to figure something out. It doesn't matter what you do. Even if you go into a new serving position, and you've never done it, which I ended up doing. I realized that I'm like, no matter if you, whenever you take a new task, you have to learn how to do it anyways. And I was like, you know, I was like, dang it. So I was like, I should have just took something that I knew it could have made easy money. I don't have to learn it. And I can focus on learning on the things that I want to focus on. Like in your business. So by, exactly. Yeah. But so like, for example, when I took this whole like agency thing, I didn't know how to do it. But I was like, well, now I'm spending time and research on how to do this. And then I'm now I'm spending time and research on how to do something else because I'm trying to stay afloat. And it was just a mess. And honestly, I... I crashed terribly. I burnt out. I didn't hang out with any of my friends. Everybody's like, is she depressed? Like, what's wrong with her? Um, I definitely got into this financial burden that I didn't need to. But now I'm like, okay, I'm taking a step back. And I'm like, well, I sh- it, it didn't really have to get to that point, but it did. And now I'm really glad. And now that I'm glad, but now that I'm like, okay, now that I'm here, what can I do? And then I, I start reflecting back and I'm like, okay, what, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think just listening to your gut is so powerful. I feel like, you know, because you know what your vision is. Nobody else knows what your vision is. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. Cause I, I tried that. I tried portraying that to my boyfriend at the time. I tried portraying that to my family and they kept saying, and they're like, but you're better than this, but you're better than this. And it's like, no, I'm like, I know I need to take a step back to take two steps forward. And so that's like, I think in a way it's kind of like a failure because I failed myself. I didn't believe myself. And that's a powerful one. Yeah, that's tough. That's really powerful stuff. And I think there are some some interesting lessons to pull out from that story. One is humility, because you were like, oh my God, like I worked for for this really, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this awful accent. Um, but you were just like, so I worked for this, this really like high profile company or whatever it is, and it's a corporate job. And you know, I'm a badass businesswoman and I've got my shit together, but sometimes it's like, you know, I need money to live <laughs> it's like right, yeah. yeah and then also the fact like focusing on one thing at a time like if you've read what's his name Gary, Gary Keller Gary Kellerman Gary Keller I think the one thing where it's like where it's like the, the whole idea of so many people are juggling so many different balls and so many different plates at the same time that everything is so fragmented and they can't make real progress in one specific thing because they've got all of these different projects going on. Um, And so it's the idea, like, if because you were doing this one thing and this other thing and you were looking into both, you found yourself burning out because your 
attention, your focus was way too fragmented. And Absolutely. so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really powerful. And it's often about really defining and prioritizing what is really important to me, what mm -hmm. is my number one priority, and getting rid of everything else that isn't feeding into that one one priority. Yeah, yeah. And no, I I definitely have learned that the hard way. It's like it's better just to focus on that one thing and make it perfect and then just start moving it up and start um figuring it out because it, it it's also your the energy that you put into it. If if you're doing something that's that's not it's draining your energy, you're not going to have that that set in motion. But if, then if you start doing things that don't take as much energy, that's going to keep you afloat for other things and it's just going to push you it's just going to propel you forward yeah for sure i'm wondering so when you have these people around you that don't see the picture that you see that don't understand your vision they don't they just don't they're they're so into sort of you know what they've been they've been taught or what sort of they think they know that they don't really understand this like crazy vision that you're trying to achieve and they're like what has is she has she done so many drugs like what is happening like how how do you deal with something like that um well for my particular stance um i started at first my family did not support a lot of things and then this is when it comes to excuses then they started supporting it and i was like all right bet like i guess i don't have that excuse anymore um but then i started to realize that i had a couple of people around my life that really drained me and these were people that i selected it wasn't even family and i just had them as friends or whatever for such a long time i had to realize for myself that i just needed to let go because me trying to change them was not i i've tried i tried to and i tried in like showing them that vision and then i had to really tell myself i'm like do you really love them that much that you need to put yourself last do you love them that much that you you're not going to follow your dreams you're not because at the end of the day like as much as you try to tell like certain people something props to you if you manage to show people your vision but i think i just needed to be alone and so i only want people in my life that it's going to they're going to push me propel me or even just question things like you know why are you doing this and i don't mind being questioned but and the fact that you're trying to help me, but it just, it came from a negative energy and I could just feel it. It was just, it, it was more of a belittlement, like you can't do this or why are you doing this? And it wasn't more like, why? it wasn't like trying to squeeze like something out of me. And then that's when I, I had to make a decision and I'm like, I'm like, they will eventually see who I, I want to be or whatever. And even if I, it, that doesn't matter. And it, it, I think it was hard because to me, I'm such a loving and nurturing person when it comes to friends and family. And I, I don't know if it's just in my culture. It's like, you're supposed to put yourself second. You're supposed to. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing to put yourself second. But when it comes to shit like this, I'm sorry. It's like, no, put yourself first. And the right people are going to be there for you. And that's when you start. If anything, it's going to start. It's going to do it for you. Like you keep on your path and the right people will stay. The, the people that don't believe with you will fall off. And if anything, you're going to be so thankful. You're going to be like, thank God or the universe or whatever, that they're just out of my life. And I started to realize that I'm like, do you know what, Kat? Just you, you do you. And 
the right people will 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 follow, will stick, and and yeah, they'll just be around me. It's so true. I think it's so important to do an, a serious audit of the people who you are in your life because it's like, oh, you will literally be a sum, an average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And it's so true because all of their habits and all of their ways of thinking does have an effect on you. Like it just, just by mm-hmm. osmosis, it does rub off on you. Yeah. And it's funny because often your biggest naysayers are the people who are closest to you, which is a, mm-hmm. a really interesting thing. It's like they they feel intimidated by sort of your your success or like even that the path that you're going on uh, or like the fact that you doing something different like when it comes to doing something entrepreneurial they're sort of you're showing them another possibility that they don't really want to see um for themselves mm-hmm. and i think that's that's a really really interesting thing but yeah i think it's so true like everything you said about you do you is that literally well like you know your vibe attracts your tribe so yeah right so the things that you're projecting mm-hmm, out into the world like the right yep. people are going to stay and the right mm-hmm. people that you meet out about the new people they're going to be so excited to come on this journey mm-hmm. with you because you've communicated yourself to be that kind of person if you'd have stifled exactly. yourself and filtered yourself down they wouldn't know that you're that person yes yeah. Which is, now that you talk about that, I felt like I was. I was filtering a lot of who I was. was, And then I was suppressed on my just personality of who I was. Therefore, I wasn't happy. And I was like, well, it's not even about the money. It's not even, it's just about me not being able to express fully who I am. Yeah. And that is like the, the worst thing that you could ever do to yourself. And it's like, no, like yeah like the right people like they give me energy i actually do get energized by by certain people and that's not something that you should be like okay well i'm always gonna be looking towards that but you know what like just make your life easy Mm. like life does not have to be hard and i've realized that because i've I've made it hard i've been that girl that has made it hard because i'm like i don't know because i've i've been able to surpass things and i'm like yeah i was able to do that but at the end of the day i'm like if i don't have to do it why am i making it harder on myself yeah and so yeah yeah I'm like (laughs) so how do you get to that stage where are there like any are there any measurable steps you can take to putting yourself first how do you get to that stage where you you decide you know I know what I want I'm gonna go for it I know who I am or you know I, I will figure out who I am I understand what I stand for and I won't let anyone compromise that what are some things that maybe you did or that maybe you can recommend that other people do to just get on that path of putting themselves first? Yeah. I guess a lot of people when they're looking into being entrepreneurs or anything or discipline, they'd see what are the habits of entrepreneurs. And one of them was like journaling and the gratitude journal and all these things. Now I will tell you, I have done all these things and if I do them just to do them, they're never going to work. However, if you start to realize the power of why these things work, then again, it's called rewiring. So you then you're rewiring your mindset of why I'm doing these things. So I've never been much of a writer or anything like that. And then uh, I started journaling and journaling just became uh, like a mirror to my soul. And I started to realize where I was. And I, you know, when I started realizing, I'm like, I don't even have enough time to even wake up an hour earlier. Not that I don't have time. I just, I don't have the energy because the time is there. I just didn't even feel like waking up and just 
just doing these things or even the time that I was doing it, I guess I wasn't conscious of why I was doing them, but I was just fed up. And, and I was like, you know what, like just start writing it down and, and start looking at to what are you thinking? Cause sometimes at the time you're just really frustrated. And then when you start looking back, you're like, Oh man, like I can't believe I felt that way or, or whatever. And I just started writing down. I saw this thing on Steve Harvey, which was writing, try to write 300 things that you want, that you truly, truly want. And I kid you not, you are not going to be able to write those 300 things down because we're not used to asking. We're not used to knowing what we want. And I was like, dang it. I was like, I only got to 50. And I'm like literally putting everything that I had in my mind down. And that's when I started to realize, I'm like, I need to get to know myself more. Who is Kat? Who is this beautiful human being that like, I fell in love with a long time ago, and now I lost it for many reasons. And so I guess just getting to know yourself and putting yourself first, like, it's not a bad thing. Like once your cup is filled, you can fill everybody else's cup. You just need that time to refill it yourself. And that's what I mean, like you putting yourself first. So once you've had, you know, hopefully you don't get to the point where you're fed up and you're like, you know what, I can't do this anymore because it it can be dangerous. It can lead to like terrible things. But hopefully you you start to realize, you know what, rewire your mindset. Like maybe my kids or maybe my my husband or whoever or my family or whoever that you love or that if that's your excuse, you're like, you know, they need me. And it's like, yeah, they need you, but you need yourself first. You cannot, and everybody knows this. There's a million examples of it. The whole airplane thing that when the mask falls down or anything like that, like put yourself first, fill your cup first, realize who you are. Then you can, you can do wonders. You can, and honestly, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's so true. You completely stole the words out of my mouth, out of my mind with the airplane <laughs> thing. Um, it, it is so true. And like, even if you if you look at people like, you know, Bill Gates with his Bill and Melinda Foundation and sort of all of the amazing philanthropic efforts they can do because they put themselves first and they built this worldwide company. And now they've amassed, you know, they've amassed the wealth to this point where they can actually make significant change with, through their all of their philanthropic efforts, which I think is amazing. And it, it's so, so powerful. I mean, I found that in my own life, in the times where I put myself second, I, I become a more frustrating person to be around as well. Because, you know, you're, you're in a different mind frame. You're maybe resentful or frustrated or you're frustrated with other people. You're frustrated with yourself. You're not, you're not inspiring people through your actions because you've taken the chump actions. And it just makes such a huge difference in every single facet of your life. I love that you bring up journaling. It's so, so powerful. And because when, when you have your thoughts in your mind, they're so jumbled up that you don't really you can't really pinpoint where you're at but when you start to write them down you can see the trends of like oh this is what's this is what i do this is what i want this is what i'm thinking this is who i am this is this is oh that's a problem area i see that this is a trend maybe i can fix that now and um yeah journaling is super super powerful and also the having a reason is so important like finding because um it's like what's like oh the, the number one secret to productivity is like have a strong enough why like mm-hmm. if you know why you're doing something then right. you're gonna do whatever you can to make that why happen if you Absolutely. if you yeah 
if you don't know why, then you're so lost. Right, you're just going to go around in circles and, yeah, like, your why is super powerful. Something as simple as, like, if you need to provide for your kids or if you need to meet, you know, if you need, like, for example, like, I knew that if I didn't do X, Y, and Z, I wasn't going to pay my bills. And that is a huge, <laughs> just like a why, you know, but yeah. Exactly. That's really cool. Um, So I'm wondering, are there any other kinds of things that you do that like keep you sharp, that keep you on the top of your game? Like, you know, some a mindset, some habits, some exercises that you have? I've implemented running. Um, and that that's, I think that's a whole nother talk of how that's helped me so it's a it's a way of meditating for me it's a way of kind of just being with me alone nobody's next to me nobody's talking to me nobody's asking me questions um but I guess I'll go into running okay so any it this goes to anything and this also kind of translated into different things of my life and I've never been a runner I probably could not have run more than a mile and a half. I don't know how, many, how much that is kilometers wise, but not much, right? And without me just running out of breath. And what I started to realize is that even though, even like, let's say I did run two miles, I was running with, with, you know, as fast as I could. And I just thought that if I just gave it my all, I was going to be able to make it. And then I was taught to run um, the three one, which is you run for three minutes and you walk for a minute. And when you first do it, like, you're like, wait, I ran, I can still keep running. Like, why am I walking for a minute? And that really helped me to pace myself and to run a longer distance, which helped me, that helped me so much translate so many things into my business. Because again, like I told you, I burned out because I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give it my all. Like, you know, I'm super motivated. I'm going to give it my all, but I, things weren't organized, you know, and I was burning out because I wasn't giving myself time. Entrepreneurship or anything that you want to do is a long term goal. So what I've read is like, don't learn to stop or to quit, but learn to rest. So, you know, there's a difference between being lazy and knowing like I did what I needed to do. So I've learned how to create like a priority list. If I do three things today that it's going to be like, yes, I did what I needed to do. I'm happy. And I'm like mentally like, yes, like I've been productive. I can move on to the next day. And I don't need to have things like right away. And I don't think I don't need to have things like, you know, I don't know if it's just the generation that we just we see people blow up on one day to another or or whatever. And it's just like, yes, these things can happen. But actually, it's so much beautiful if you just take your time because you're able to fail. And if you do fail, then you're able to see where you failed. So I started to realize I'm like, this is a long term journey. You know, this is a long term goal. This is a lifestyle. And for me to enjoy it, I can't just go like a psycho, like a maniac and just pretend that I know what I'm doing but I realized that I'm like let me start mm. rest but then keep going and then keep going and then keep going and you just built this momentum and and the first time that I ever did it I ran six miles and I remember just like being like teary-eyed and I'm like I've been trying to run more than three miles for the past two and a half years and it just really spoke to me and my journey. And I was like, damn, I was like, if I just kind of just take my time and trust the journey and trust the path, like you will actually get so much further and you get to enjoy it. 
So wow. that was something that I implemented in my life. That's profound. <laughs> that is profound. That's such a brilliant metaphor as well. Like, I yeah, you give me a lot to think about. It's so true. It's um because I mean, so many people they it's like the classic oh like they they underestimate what they they overestimate what they can do in in a day they underestimate what they can do in a week same a week versus a month and a month versus a year um it's so true and i think if you don't give yourself these pauses and these times to not be lazy but you know actively recover from all of the Mm -hmm. cool things that you've already been doing then you're gonna get to a point where you you just do 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 you don't take the time to sit back and reflect and actually look like, oh, maybe there needs to be some reflection and organization and how I restructure things in my business. If you're just in the place of do, 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 be productive and you don't give yourself the space to sort of rest and think, then you lose out on all of the creativity as well. Because that, that's a struggle that I've, I've had. If you're in productivity, you're not necessarily in creativity. And the sort of the creativity is what's gonna bring about like all of the new innovative change, the new innovative crazy ideas, the sort of moments where you're walking or you're running or you're in the shower or you're reading or you're listening to music. And then all of these amazing game-changing bursts of inspiration come about. If you don't Mm -hmm. give yourself to rest and and really experience that, you're gonna miss out on a lot. So I think... I mean, I was having this conversation with uh, yeah, a friend uh, recently and we were talking about, they, they were sort of talking about how can you measure what a successful day is? How can you know that a day was successful? And I think the sort of three things that you mentioned, like if you have three things that you need to get done that day, that's yeah. an excellent measure for a successful day. Because you weren't like, mm. oh, I was working, working, working all the time. Yeah, hustle hard, hustle hard. Like you were, you were just. Yeah. Oh, I hate entrepreneurs. <laughs> but you, you, were, you were just like, instead being like you, you, you're like I got the things done that I was supposed to do, and uh, yeah, that was some really powerful stuff. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be in a steady bike, right? You don't want to just keep running at something and you're not being productive. And sometimes you need to realize that, like, you know what, like, yeah, I tried this. And now it, that's why you sometimes you do need to take that that step back and and just say, OK, where can I be in my zone of genius? Because I truly believe that, like, and that's where your creativity, you tap in and you get that vision that nobody else has that, you know, that you have and you're able to execute it in a certain way. So that's why journaling becomes a beautiful thing. And that's why meditating or just being by yourself for like, Jesus, for like 10 minutes or 15 minutes is really just being present. And I think our mind is so powerful. So just allowing that is, is key. Yeah. And understanding why you do it. That's so true. And at the end of the day, it's the tortoise that wins the race, not the hare. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, everybody has a different journey for sure. But like I said, entrepreneurship is, is a long-term goal. It's a lifestyle. So if you're just doing it, you know, and I've heard this so many times, if you're just doing it for the money, if you're doing it for this or however, yes, that might be your motivation, but know that it's, it's not going to be a one-time thing. It's, it's going to be other things. And, and also what I realized is as you scale up your bigger, your problems get bigger. So you know what, like try to figure out your supposedly problems right now, because that's going to teach you how to solve bigger problems. 
like once you realize when once I had to start paying people I'm like this is a whole I was like oh no this is a whole nother thing on my shoulders I'm like I was not mentally prepared for this so yeah so that's why I'm like it's a lifestyle it's like you know like yes hustle do your thing but take a break like be you like whatever's gonna energize you only you know what's gonna energize you yeah enjoy your life yeah oh man <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the paying people where it's like oh now other people's livelihoods hinge upon my efforts it's like a whole different thing yeah right <laughs> i'm curious to see if you have any particular thoughts on women in entrepreneurship or like women in business because it's so it's so much rarer to have that and I feel like so many of the entrepreneurs that I see and you know entrepreneurs that I have as friends most of them are men and I'm wondering sort of what is your female experience as an entrepreneur do you think there are any kind of particular different ways that women see things or go about things or that if have you found there to be any sort of advantages to that or maybe obstacles <laughs> I think like anything, yes, there's advantages and obstacles. It definitely goes back to how you look at it. But I will say that having a female presence or female energy is completely different. And mind you, I've always been the girl that was like, I don't care. I'm like, women can do the same thing as men can and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, very like equality and things like that. I'm like, I don't see what the problem is. And, and it, yes, I still believe all these things, but you do see things differently as a woman, and it depends on where you are. So it depends if I'm a woman entrepreneur with kids, because that's a whole different scenario, right? Because you're never going to be perfect. Like moms are going to be like, you know what? Like, I can't believe you're putting your time on your career and you're not focused on your kids, right? That's one thing. Another thing it's like that I used to get a lot and people are like, well, you know, you got this contract because you're pretty. And I'm like, fuck off, dude. Like, that's not why I got this contract. I wasn't the only person that got this contract. Like I, I, like, I worked hard at it because I knew my worth and I knew my value. And yeah, and, and at, the, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? But then I looked at it in a different way and I was like, and I was like, but if that could be an advantage, I'm like, then then let it be an advantage because then I can be myself. So then I, I, I even start overthinking. I'm like, should I not dress this way because I'm 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 maybe I'm portrayed as someone like that's gentle and pretty or whatever and I'm like no I don't care I'm like I'm gonna be myself I don't care what that looks like I don't care if I have a million flowers on myself like I'm like it doesn't matter you are a cat it does not matter if people want to make excuses for you that's an excuse for them why they didn't get the contract and I'm like, that's when I started reframing. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to dress the way I want to dress. I still want to be cat. If I want to be girly that day, girl, be girly, because that's you. And again, it goes back to being like, yeah, like really realizing who you are. And that's when you start finding the strengths and the weaknesses. But yeah, like, I do get that. Like, I, I can get both. I can, I can get, oh my gosh, like, I it's inspiring what you're doing as a woman entrepreneur. And then I also get like, you're only doing, you only get this because you have this or that or whatever. And I'm just like, I, you can never please everyone. I will tell you that. So it's just like, you know, whatever, potato, potato. So I do feel like what I realized was that I was missing, missing some female energy in my life because I was like, I don't know if I'm the only one that's feeling like this. 
And I ended up going shortly to kind of like a conference mastermind with a whole bunch of women entrepreneurs. And it was something that like, just like something as little as like being on your period, like not, you know what? It's something so freaking normal, but like, I can't talk about that with my male. Like they, they're just been like, ew, like that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, it is weird. Trust me. It's weird for myself, but it's shit I got to deal with, you know? And so it, there are, of course, there's like, these are things that like that happen as a woman entrepreneur, but fuck it. I, if anything, I've seen more women entrepreneur in this era and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be a part of it. And, and I feel like if anything, I feel like women entrepreneurs, I love them because I feel like they tend to be more nurturing. They tend to see, you know what, how can I set a, a better corporate culture? How can I, how can I think of other people when I'm doing my business? Cause I think about all these things and I'm like, Eventually, if I want to build a business that's big enough, people are going to end up working for me. But I want them to have that a space that I didn't have, that I felt valued or however, or or just more a nurturing aspect. And again, like building that corporate culture, because I'm like, I think about it now. I'm like, I don't mind work. I wouldn't have minded working for other companies that I felt had more of what I needed, even just like vacation time or things like that. Yeah. But um. No, I, I don't think it's a disadvantage at all. I think it's an advantage that I'm I'm glad to use. And again, if it if people are gonna be like, oh, it, it's because of this, this, I'm like, you know, suck it, whatever, I don't, whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> I love the whole thing. You do you, boo. Like if someone's gonna say, oh, you know, you you're gonna get this thing because you're a woman or because you're young and pretty. Um, if that helps you sleep at night, great you know cool right. good for you I'm, I'm happy that you you know if you feel that way that helps you sleep at night because i got this thing and you didn't okay sue yourself it doesn't really affect me and i think it's i think it's so important to just remember that you shouldn't let your opinions be influenced by the sort of petty opinions of other people your, so your actions be influenced by that and your thoughts be influenced by that and i think what you say is so so powerful and having the energy of people who are like who are on the same path as you and also, you know, have the same struggles as you, like a period, like a woman does, it, it makes such a big difference. Like the fact that a woman has to think about, you know, maybe I should track my cycle and not be hosting a huge event on the first day of my period because I'm going to be in extreme pain and probably very moody is something that men don't have to think about. They're like, yeah, I can do an event whenever. It's like, no, I need to like actually understand myself and when I can be on the top of my game based on all of this stuff. So, yeah, I think that's a really interesting thing. Um, yeah, and again, it goes, I, just to say, like, it just goes to really realizing who you are. It doesn't matter it, because, like, yeah, like some, some girls, then they have some periods that they don't even, like, it's whatever to them and they don't even have to think about it. But again, it was just like, I just needed a bit of, female energy of like okay am I on the same like are we on the same wavelength and again it's just it just goes back to like what is it that you need once you start realizing or you know what you need or what you don't need because sometimes you're like you know what like you might be lost and you're like I don't really know what I need but I bet you don't what you don't like you you know what you don't need you know what you don't want so then try something different yeah which i know it's a little off topic but i felt like that <laughs> no like no it's totally like it yeah it's it's so true and i think everything at the end of the day comes down to understanding your own blueprint some people work amazing at 4 a.m in the morning some people mm -hmm. will feel like they've been hit by a truck if they get up before <laughs> nine 
and they work right. really really well at um, you know midnight and that's fine too mm-hmm. you're just two different kinds of people some people feel amazing when they run some people feel amazing when they lift weights some people feel amazing when they do yoga some people feel amazing when they dance and it's just really realizing what those things like how can i get more things in my life that energize me and how can i get mm-hmm. rid of all of the things that de-energize me even when it comes to things so things is like like productivity and organization some people work really well with to-do lists and priorities and um you know, but having sort of your calendar space slightly open where it's like, okay, well, I know the things that I need to do, but I can have some flexibility. And some people want everything completely down on the calendar where they, they know exactly what they're supposed to be doing when without that sort of wiggle room. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, everything comes down to that. Um, I want to switch gears very slightly, even though this is a very fascinating conversation. I do want to ask you a bit about the marketing stuff. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to ask you sort of what are the, what's some of the top advice that you have for entrepreneurs who have an online brand and are looking to grow their presence online, but they don't, they're kind of struggling to get the word about their brand out there. They don't really have a system around it. Um, do you have any sort of thoughts on that? Yeah. So um, probably the top three things that I can think of is being authentic, which it goes back to what we just talked about. So I'm not going to re kind of talk about that again. The second thing is um, learn who your audience is, you know, learn who is your brand persona before you dive in and just start spewing things out. I mean, you can, and that's one way to figure out who your market is. Um, I feel like instead of talking to the whole world, talk to that one person. And we are so focused on, you know, um, vanity metrics of how many followers do we have? And, you know, how many likes do we have? And it's like, you don't know if, you know, like focus on what you have. If you focus on that one, if that's your perfect, you know, once you have your brand persona, once you have that person that you're talking to and you know how to do that perfectly, you can do it every single day without being burned out. And then you start talking to the right person, that person, they're going to be like, dang, this person or this brand really resonated with me. Let me share it with other people. And then it's going to automatically happen that, you know, that, that, that engagement, which is what you want more than anything you want to engage. So even I say focus on that one brand persona, focus on that one consumer, because they're going to start, you know, talking about you. And then they just start reaching out to people that look like them. So they're called lookalike audiences. And again, it's just having that clear brand persona of who you're talking to, because that will help you generate your online presence. You're going to understand their habits of their whys, of their why nots. You know, like, what are their thought processes? What are their income levels? Like, actually, that brand persona, they there's a lot of lookalike audiences. And so if you can talk to that one person and get that right, then you can start reaching out to more. But don't focus. To me, it's like people are so focused on buying followers and buying likes. And I'm like, what's what is that going to be an ROI for you? Are you going to have any return investment in that? Absolutely not. So I feel like that's super important when building an online presence. Like, you know, just think about that 1%. If I'm 1% better each and every day, think about how you're going to end up at the end of the year or whatever. And it's just like, if you just focus on that one 
consumer or brand persona like you will learn more about them it's like it's just such a beautiful learning process and and many people forget that and if we look back at, to like why the first youtubers were so successful they never knew that they were going to make money out of this they just did it because they loved it and they just they they were sharing valuable content they were sharing valuable advice there was no ulterior motive and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, with making money with what you love. If anything, I think that's an awesome thing. But I think it's just kind of tapping back into that. Like if we can just, what is the reason why this brand exists? What is the reason why you're doing this? Um, and understanding that, you know, your audience, like that will really help you kind of figure it out, like, like your online presence. And then another thing when building your online presence is giving yourself time to figure out too, and this is, you have to balance it out, um, is um, if you're, for example, I've heard a lot of people say, how do I constantly post? You know, like, you that's too much for me. And then as someone that's been on social media, like, um, like helping companies and what I try to help them is like, they're so focused on, figuring out every single day on what to post and I'm like you're not in your zone of genius and I'm like plan beforehand there's a million free apps like Hootsuite, Planoly, whatever just even if it's a week beforehand so you still have that authentic kind of rhythm and flow to it and that's some way that you don't even have to think about what you're posting in that week and now, now that you've cleared that then you'll have time to do a live or you'll have time to try something new. And so like, um, I think, you know, planning a little bit and having some structure of, of, um, of planning ahead and, and again, posting and building an online presence, definitely consistency is a huge thing. You don't want to post one day and then post in a year. Um, and even if that's the, the case, which I've done, so, um, then that's fine. Then just, just, you know, give every Sunday, just give yourself an hour to, to plan three posts out, two posts out, like give it two times a week, do it. And then just automate it. Automation is a beautiful thing. And literally just automate it. You don't have to think about it. And then again, now you have more time to focus on your zone of genius. And then you realize you start to also, you then you have the time to now understand your brand persona. What are they actually you know, engaging with, what are they perceiving with? And it gives you more time to, to, to learn. That's so true. Automation is fantastic. Automation will literally, it will, it will take all of the thinking out of it. Like you've already done all of the planning in advance. And I think you'll save so much time as well because you're bulking something. And so again, it comes back to not fragmenting your attention. So I think that's stellar advice. And also the fact like, I think it's so important to have a very clearly defined client avatar because if you try and oversaturate yourself and oversaturate your brand, you might have a bunch of people who are like, eh, and you're not going to build that sort of community of engagement of people who are really like with your tribe and really, really passionate about what you stand for and what you provide. So I think that's all amazing advice. Um, so I think the final question that I'm going to ask you is what are the three key truth bombs 
about the entrepreneurial journey that you would drop on a young entrepreneur today? It's just, I, everyone's journey is so different, right? So I'm like, dang it. Um, first, I, I don't think entrepreneurship is for everyone. Um, I definitely think that we are in a wannabe entrepreneur mindset or I don't know, like a lot of people are just like, yeah, okay, that's something that I want to do. And even have them like, well, am I a wannabe entrepreneur? Like, is this something that I really want to do? And again, it, it's fine. It just goes back to like, why are you doing this? Are you really doing like, why are you doing this? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't experiment. But then again, it's just like, if you want to be an entrepreneur, figure out why it like it's just for vanity metrics don't do it um it can get lonely um but then again it's just like it does get lonely but then learn to reach out learn to be with groups learn to be with like-minded people learn to be with people that that are going through what you're going through once you do that shit you can do whatever you want like entrepreneurship at the end of the day I think that's what makes it beautiful just like life it's not easy but if you really put your mindset to it and rewire it and just really figure it out then you can do whatever the hell you want to do like that's it it's just I think discipline is key I think discipline is key when it comes to anything you want to do in life and if you can handle that you can do yeah you can do wonderful things you can do anything yeah so true Dude, i wish i had discipline when i was younger man i would have been but yeah it's something that i had to learn just to to build and it, it, and no one can you know like you can read books about it and so forth but until you learn how to implement that yourself your life will change it's true it's crazy to see how far you could have gone if you'd been a disciplined if you'd have been more <laughs> disciplined in your earlier days um but it's it's good because you know it, it's it's all part of the journey and it's all part of the learning experience yeah but now i'm able to 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 explain that to somebody else now i feel like they can connect with that because they're like you know what she's a human being just like i am and you know she's probably ha- hasn't had it all and i feel like people can then resonate with these things so whatever it may be um yeah like you can be disciplined you just have to to take that up on yourself yeah you have to train yourself awesome mm-hmm. that was some great stuff now is plug time do you have anything that you'd like to plug and where can people find you Ooh, okay so let's see let's um we'll put my personal if people want to follow me as i go into my little journey of which direction mm-hmm. um it's gata so it's c-a-t-a mm-hmm underscore underscore seven that's my personal and then you'll probably still see my agency up and then my agency which is soon to be changed is yellow muse media so that's the color yellow and then muse m-u-s-e and then media that will be in the show notes well thank you so much for coming on it was an absolute pleasure Thank you so much for having me on. It was so great to talk to you again. (laughs) Yeah, you too. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Young Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much, Catalina, for taking the time out of your wonderful day after your cool run to have this chat with me. I really, really enjoyed it. And I hope the rest of the world does too. I'm sure they will. I cannot wait to see what awesome things you'll have coming up 
in the personal development niche soon. Of course, if you got anything out of this episode, I would highly encourage you to share this with a friend because sharing is how we help each other learn. I want this to get out to other young entrepreneurs so they can really understand and absorb all of these interesting nuggets, interesting lessons, interesting relatable stories about the entrepreneurial journey. So just share it with a friend because word of mouth really is everything. You know, Put it on your social media platforms, put it on your Instagram story. You can record a key takeaway, tag me at yasminarte, put, put up a key takeaway on Facebook, whatever, just... just do it so people that other people can learn all of the other interesting things that you are learning yourself. And of course, I would highly encourage you to give it a five-star rating and review on iTunes because that would help us bump it up the rankings with all of the techie algorithmical stuff. And uh, I, I do get a real kick and a high out of reading those reviews. Um, it really gives meaning to what I do. And if you'd like to see more of what I'm up to, you can reach out to me or just check out my Instagram at yasminarte. So wrapping this up... I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode.